We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences. So the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Hi there, everybody, and welcome back to episode what? 70 of No Other Pod. Woo! We are moving right on up, closer to 100. We're going to get there Woo-woo! this year. So, I'm uh, I'm Jimmy, as I always am, and uh, Mr. Woo Man in the background, that's Dan. Dan, what is going on in Chicagoland? The Woo Man, the Woo Man clan over here. <laughs> the the Woo Man uh, clan. You know, I'm, I'm, I'm jacked, dude. I'm jacked because we had more preseason soccer uh, since last time we recorded. And uh, we even had a USA game um, Sunday night. So that's that's pretty crazy. But I will tell you right now, um, I don't know if I'll be with you next week, Jimmy, because it's going to be negative 52 degree wind chill. That's not good. So <laughs> no, I'll be here. I'll be here. Assuming our uh, assuming our our you know, lines don't freeze or something like that. Yeah. Yeah. It might. I mean, it's going to be cold here in Kansas city. I think they said it's going to get down to like, Oh, I don't know. Like eight degrees is the high on Wednesday. So wind chill is probably going to be negative something or other, but it's sure as hell not going to be negative 50. So, Oh man, I don't envy you. uh, I've never been a part of anything like this. So I, I don't know if the city shuts down. I don't know if my eyeballs freeze. I'm not sure how to, I'm not sure how to plan for this, but my jacket has like a built-in ninja mask. So it's a big North Face that has like a big, <laughs> big mask on the yeah. hood. There you go. So it uh, it helps a lot. At least uh, your office, if I remember right, is like right across the street from your apartment. Correct. True. I really don't know why I'm so. bitching that much. My, <laughs> my morning commute, my morning commute, guys, is across the street. So yeah, never mind. <laughs> It'll be cold enough, though. You still might freeze halfway across that one street you need to cross. So that's true, man. And we, you know, we do this every week. We just we just bullshit about the weather because, like, that's what you do when you want to bullshit about something. It's you know, how many people banter. come in. People come into my office on a daily basis. Oh, sure, is cold outside, and I'm just like, is it? Is it fucking cold? <laughs> I haven't heard. Like yet. The last person told me. Yeah, <laughs> the last person said that too, and the person before them. So uh, you're not telling me nothing new, lady. Break your goddamn bones. Sorry. <laughs> you're like, how you doing? And they're like, trying to stay warm. And you're like, you and the last 27 people that have come in here that have said the exact same thing. Right. So. It's like the nicest lady. Oh, just trying to bundle up. Are you? Are you, Carol? 
get the hell out. <laughs> Here's your money. Get out. I'm great with I'm, I'm great with people. By the way, I'm really good with people. Yeah, customer service. It's a good thing <laughs> at its finest. Um, <laughs> well, uh, there's a uh, there's been some stuff happening in Major League Soccer. There was another preseason oh, game. Oh yeah, that we'll talk about a uh, quite a game for for Sporting KC, and then. Uh, you mentioned there's a, there's a, a U.S. men's national team game, the first game under Greg Berhalter. So we'll talk about that too. And then, uh, oh, and it's yeah. a huge week, dude. Like the biggest event of the year. Uh, no, it's not the Super Bowl. It's the kit <laughs> release party. Hey, I, know, I know what you're thinking. What's the Super Bowl? I don't know. <laughs> I'm pretty sure they just canceled football. There was the Pro Bowl, and Patrick Mahomes won MVP. So I think right. that was should have been Anthony Sherman, though, right? Should have been yeah, the, the been. sausage. <laughs> <laughs> but um, yeah, kit launch, man. We'll we'll talk that. We got some people asking if we'll be there, and and I think I will try to be there. I haven't officially confirmed whether I will be able to go yet or not, oh, but I'm gonna that's try. Cool. Put me on the Facetime. Put me on the Facetime. <laughs> I should try that. Um, <laughs> it's a good, not a not a terrible idea. Um, but we'll we'll talk all of this stuff and more. Get some quick hits of news around the league. Is Toronto and FC more. imploding? They might be. We'll talk about that. Um, but first, I, I this is not a not a big thing. Sorry, but yes. I'm I'm curious, sort of what your thoughts are because I've I think you know most of the people are okay with this decision. But Sporting KC announced that they are going to go mobile only for their tickets this year and they say that like yes 80 of their fans already come in and use mobile tickets and so to- that leaves what 20 percent is 100 minus 80 that's this is your math segment um <laughs> they they so 20 percent use paper tickets but now they're making everybody go completely mobile so i don't know what do you have any do you care yes good Bad, well, don't care. What's your thoughts? Let me tell you here, Jimmy Ray. Uh, Jimmy Ray. When you... <laughs> Do you remember that guy? You remember Jimmy Ray? Uh, I remember Billy Ray Cyrus, but I don't think that's who you're talking about. Nah, that song. It was like, are you Jimmy Ray? Who wants to know? Are you Sting Ray? No? You don't know that song? Can't say I do. Okay, if you guys know the Jimmy Ray song... Get at us, cause that that was a one hit wonder right there. That was that was me convincing my mom to buy the single at Target. That, might have been a, that was some a shit, no man. hit wonder, and you just liked it. That's that's the last <laughs> that's the last single I bought. Anyways, let me talk about mobile tickets for a second, cause we live in a world where if there's something to bitch about, we're gonna bitch about it. Like this True. is this is a world everyone's want to be mad at something. Twenty nineteen, but twenty percent of people, I mean. Come on, you brought you got this fifty eight year old man that still has a flip phone, and you, you know that's not unheard of. By the way, I know some people are probably yeah. giggling. The Razor's making a comeback. Just traded in his flip phone. Yeah, that's insane. <laughs> but my dad just got rid of his flip phone, and now he's like pumped up that he can share pictures with me more easily. And I'm like, will you stop like, sending me like gifs and weird shit? Just please? get him on Snapchat. <laughs> then you know. Yeah, I'm like, what is this? Why are you sending me a penguin with a heart that says hugs? Like, will you stop? He just, he just wants to hug you. <laughs> but there's people like this that don't have the smartphones and can't do the mobile tickets. So, like, where does that leave them? Like, is Sporting kind of saying, upgrade your phone, old balls, or you're not coming <laughs> to the game? 
Yeah. What are they saying? Yeah. I don't know. That's a good question. Well, not to mention that, but there's also maybe they're a minority, but there's there's a contingent of people out there that actually like collecting and keeping their ticket stubs. Like I I don't keep all of my ticket stubs, but there are some big games over the years where I've gone to across a, a number of different athletic events where I'm like, "Hey, this game for yeah. whatever reason was memorable or important to me." And I want to keep the ticket stuff. I got a few of yeah, those. Yeah, and I have some hanging up in my office. I have some at home. Like when I went to the USC Texas National Championship back in 2006, it didn't go my way. But you bet your ass that I wanted to keep that ticket stub because I'm like, this is the best sporting <laughs> event I'll ever go to in my life. Now imagine that game well, happening yeah. today. And I'm like, what do I just keep it in my Apple wallet on my iPhone? And then when I trade in my iPhone, I lose it. But I can take a screenshot. Like it's not the same. Well, so. sporting doesn't do like a book of tickets for season tickets. So, I mean, like when you Kansas Jayhawks, though, I mean, when you got a book of season tickets, dude, every ticket is like a player's picture unique. on that ticket. Yeah. It's kind of cool. But uh, sporting yeah. doesn't do anything like that. They're very, they're very technological and, and it's probably saving them money not to do something like that, really. Yeah, I'm sure it is. And they say, and I mean, there is merit to what they say and that like this will make, you know, resell a lot easier. It's all through SeatGeek. So like you can instantly transfer tickets. This is all true. And, 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 true. you know, Hey, this is, this is the way the world's going. Um, I think it's overall, it's a good thing. If, if those are the percentages, then we're all like, okay, that doesn't change anything. Like that. Yeah. yeah. It's on our phones. Sounds good. So we put up a little poll earlier today just to kind of gather the temperature of our, our fan base, a very scientific yeah. study here. Um, how do you feel about Sporting KC's new mobile-only ticket policy? And it's kind of funny. They said 20% of their of the fans use paper tickets. Well, 22% of our fans said that they're going to miss their ticket stub. So almost exactly breaking down along that line. Um, although... The vast majority of the three options, 50% of the people said it doesn't matter to them either way. And then 28% of the people say they love it. It's way easier. So Hmm. uh, it's almost, it's not that far off between the people that hate it and the people that love it. It's just most of the people just don't care either way. So I don't know. Take that what you will. But I think overall it's a good thing and uh, it'll be, yeah, overall it's a good thing. So. There we go. The other thing, the other announcement Uh-oh. that Sporting KC made this week is... Uh, oh, boy. We already knew the jersey launch was happening, but they, they they officially announced that the new primary jersey is available for pre-order, sight unseen, right now. And if you go and pre-order the jersey, sight unseen, you will also get your $20 Sporting Style gift card, a free drink cool. ticket... And I don't know if they mentioned this last time or not, but they invited didn't. to a private meet and greet with the players before they take the stage at the Nelson Atkins Museum during the kit launch party on February 4th. So That's cool. That's a cool little that's bonus really cool. perk. Yeah. I mean, you, you could go back there, throw a big old bear hug on Ike Opara, ask Matt Beasler if the highlight of his career is painting the wall with Dan Kuzer. I mean, it's... <laughs> You Someone have a hell of a time. Please hold on. Time out. <laughs> if any of our listeners <laughs> are going to pre-order this jersey, we need you to go back and be like, hey, Matt, can we just get a Snapchat video real quick? And he's like, yeah, sure. He's a nice guy. And then on the Snapchat video, we need you to be like, hey, Matt, was the highlight of your career painting the wall with Dan Kuzer of No Other Pod? Oh, my God. That'd be, and then, that'd be phenomenal. Yeah. And then you need to tweet it at us. And we will retweet it. 
So what? <laughs> yeah, absolutely. And I'll save it to my personal collection because yeah. I'll be like bawling in a hysterical mess. <laughs> what would be even better is if like seven of you did it. And Matt Beasler's like, oh, what the hell Lord. is going on? <laughs> He's like, I'm leaving. I'm going home. This is ridiculous. Someone else take the captain's armband for all, the whole year. I'm done. <laughs> um, <laughs> uh, but let's tell you this. You need to pre-order this jersey, guys and gals. Oh, man. Because we've seen this jersey. We synced oh, it. Oh, man. We, Dude, got we got sources. sources. Yeah. I've seen it. And Jimmy, Jimmy had to do the thing where he's like, hey, Dan, this isn't public, so don't go tell anybody. And I'm like, Ugh, but I was already composing the tweet. No. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I, I have, uh, I have, we have, we have seen the Sporting KC jersey. We're not going to, we're glorious. not going to give anything away. We're not going to blow it, but I like She's it. Beautiful. I'm a fan. So that's all I'm going to say. We'll, we'll, we'll break it down a little bit more in depth next week after break it's released. It down. But, uh, I, I think, hey, this is what I'll say. If you pre-order it, I do not think you'll be disappointed. That's no. what I'll leave it at. So. Definitely not. Um, and that's a cool little thing, man. Because, by the way, not only are you going to get, like, basically $20 back, you know, to spend at the store, but to go kind of mingle with the players beforehand. And uh, it just sounds like a lot of fun. Yeah, it's going to be awesome. You get a drink. You're probably going to want to buy a drink anyway. You get to skip the line. That's awesome. Because you know there's going to be hell of cool. people standing in line trying to buy this jersey. So, oh yeah, just go. You just get to go bump shoulders with the players, man. Like, oh, did I? Sorry, Christian Namon, did I accidentally touch you? Uh, that's my bad. <laughs> um, <laughs> it's going to be a fun I'm time. A restraining order. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they're they're going to be like Dan Kuzer. Oh, sorry, you're not allowed. Um, I'm going to get well, tackled when I try it. to Facetime you, just because they're going to know it's you, and they're going to be like, nope, not no. him. It won't be so, me. I got the mustache ready, bro. I'm going to mustache it. Um, Joshua Zar is one of our listeners. He emailed us a bunch of questions. Thank you, Joshua. Yes, Joshua J. Um, Jossie Z. Yeah, I was like, I don't – not Joshie J. Um, yeah, Jay-Z. I don't know who that is. This is, this is Jay-Z. Oh, nice. Really. Um, Joshua Zar is his alias. So Jay-Z's a listener. Um, he he wants to know if there was any chance for a no other pod gathering at the kit launch party. Um, uh, that'd be cool, man. Yeah, it's gonna be a little hard for Dan to make it, at least right now. Maybe next year. You never know. Maybe next um, year. I got a tentative Kansas City arrival date of March first to where I will. Oh, I will be man. back for good. That's oh, big time. Man. But uh, so you're but gonna yeah, be back I will not here. make it to the kit launch. But you're going to be back here for the entire season then, if you get back here then. That's true, man. I'm here for the oh whole season God. and uh, probably for the foreseeable few decades, man. Going to put up some roots and just, ha- you, and just you know, grow old and all that stuff. <laughs> just grow old and decay. Um, no, that got morbid. <laughs> um, <laughs> but uh, yeah, I, I, hey, if I go... I will let you all know. I got to confirm a couple things, but if, if my schedule allows, I will definitely try to be there and I will let you all know. And Hey, let's, let's meet up. Let's grab a drink. Maybe we'll FaceTime Dan. Hopefully he's got a shirt on. I don't know, but, uh, we'll <laughs> see. <debatable>. Yeah, <laughs> you never know. Up. Um, but, uh, yeah, I think it'd be pretty cool. So excited for, oh, uh, yeah. one step closer to the season. It's coming. It's coming, man. So. And, uh, you know, J- 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 Joshy Z, he was talking about uh, wanting some bandanas, right? Some no other pod bandanas. 
be pretty cool. Ban- bandanas. That's what you said. You pointed yeah. that to me. I didn't Classic. even catch it. Dan texted yep. me back and he's like, a ba- I would totally rock a bandana. And then Dan is in all yeah. caps. And I was like, oh my God. Uh, the Kuzdanas, man. It'd be a. We got the dad be good. going. I, lo- I love, I don't know, when you got gorgeous hair, a bandana looks great. So you, You've rocked the bandana before. You were rocking one when you painted I, the wall. Uh, oh, yeah. That was one of those bandanas. No, I, I've what I was rocking before was like a, the last game was like an Under Armour thing. That's just because I ran a race that morning. And uh. I was just like, I'm not taking this off. I'm just going to keep this going. It was like 98 degrees outside. So... <laughs> But yeah, I'm into that's... it, dude. I don't know how you get bandanas uh, made, but that sounds awesome. I mean, you yeah. rock the No Other Pod t-shirt with the No Other Pod bandana. Oh, man. That's crazy. Going to have our whole line of merchandise soon. I don't Probably I don't not, even know but... how to begin. <laughs> I don't know where I that do... begins. I, think I you, don't either. You got to but... pay someone to do that shit. <clears throat> we do. We do. But uh, hey, maybe one day. You never know. It's not out of the realm of possibility. You never know. But uh, right. what we do know is Sporting KC has yet to Ooh, allow a goal game. in the preseason because tough game. Sporting KC cruised to a 7-0 win over the Phoenix Rising FC. Not the normal Phoenix Rising FC, but the Phoenix Rising FC trialists. Oh, that so, means they're uh, better. <clears throat> is that what that means? I'm not sure that's what that I'm means. I'm pretty sure that's what it means. <clears throat> okay, well, we'll go for it. Um, now I will say it took Sporting KC 33 minutes to score, which, you know, Tough hey guys, team, dude. come on now, step it up a little bit, like 33 minutes. Okay. But, uh, apparently, um, Felipe was brought down inside the penalty area and, uh, Christian Namath stepped up, sent the keeper the wrong way, buried it inside the back of the net. We might have a new penalty kick taker this year if, if, uh, Namath's going to be the guy. I don't know. That's interesting. Uh, we couldn't really see the kick. I don't know if you know, they did release some highlights from this game, guys. It was very uh, very low budget, very uh, shot on a cell phone camera kind of thing. But it's it probably was... from Chad, just there, like in the stands. <laughs> <laughs> They're like, Chad, can we use this? We'll give you a sporty style <laughs> gift card. And he's like, hell yeah. <laughs> yeah, they probably wouldn't even do that. That's <laughs> true. But it, it was fine. You got a little video and it's like, oh shit, guys. The highlight videos are here. It's exciting. Uh, I, I read somewhere, I think they tweeted that they're going to try to do some live streams in the February matches, like oh, the preseason man. games. Oh, uh, man. Things, are, things are getting crazy, right? Right in the middle of the day, just streaming it at work. Uh, you don't. You guys don't need a job. Jobs are for wusses. Just got to watch Sporting KC versus the Phoenix Rising Trialists. That's all you need. Absolutely. Do you guys know about this matchup? Have you heard of these people? Exactly, because they're like they're off the grid. <laughs> they're so good. Uh, just eight minutes later, in the forty-first minute, after uh, Christian Amos scored his goal, Kellen Rowe, the new guy, doubled the lead, sent a ball yeah, into did. the back of the net after a deflected cross from Rodney Wallace, and we got the new guys in on the scoring again, and it's just rolling, and I love it. That so. that's fun. I love it too, man. Like Kellen Rowe, he's. He he was saying in an interview like how he thinks he's uh you know he feels like he's kind of a rookie like he feels so new you know in this new environment but you know the 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 team has not treated him like that like they really accepted him like 
Like he's a big time player and he's here to help the team get better, you know? So he really feels at home. And I think that's huge. Yeah. And and one of the takeaways, uh, they put up a bunch of interviews with a bunch of guys this week. So if you guys haven't watched them, like they're just like two minute videos, but they're worth watching. You get some thoughts yeah. from the, the players. Two to four minutes, something like that. Yeah. One of, one of the things Johnny Russell said was uh, Carter Augustine asked him about how the new guys are fitting in. And he was like, man, they're adjusting like right away. They're just like seamlessly transitioning in, which is great to yeah. hear, especially with the shortened preseason ahead of the CCL. But um, I don't know. This is the second week in a row that we got uh, uh, Rodney Wallace involved in, in a goal in some way and Kellen Rose getting in there. Um, it, it'll, it'll be interesting. It's interesting. It's yeah. very interesting. I saw some people hypothesizing, and, and forgive me who who this was on Twitter. I'm, I'm blanking at the moment, but but some people were sort of looking at Kellen Rose's stats last year and the last couple of years and thinking, is he maybe somebody who might be eligible for comeback player of the year? Because Peter Vermees has not been shy about how much he loves him. And if he gets in there and gets enough minutes, might he be someone who might be able to win that award? They just weren't sure, like, is he eligible? Um, my answer to that would be, they put Zlatan up for comeback player of the year last year, and it was his first year in MLS. So MLS will pretty much yeah, do whatever weird. they want to make you eligible. So what's he so, coming back to? That's kind of weird. Yeah, how do you come back from something you've never been in? But, uh, you know, I guess I Kellen, no Rowe, Kellen Rowe might be coming back from uh, the brink of exile under Brad Friedel, probably because Kellen Rowe is too nice and Brad Friedel wants his players shiving each other in the locker room. Um. Yeah, Brad Friedel's weird. Uh, you don't want to mess with him. Definitely don't want to steal his Salisbury steak in the lunchroom, that's for sure. <laughs> oh, he does eat a Salisbury steak, I'm sure. Oh, dude. He definitely eats mystery meat with like a side <laughs> of baked beans out of a can. Like the dude the dude probably has like, oh, God, what are those called? Are they called RMEs uh, that you eat in the military? Oh, What's MREs, that shit called? Meals ready to eat. MREs? Yeah, yeah I, I was close. Yeah. That's uh, oh. That's definitely what he eats. All while talking in his fake British accent. Um, he does have a fake British accent, doesn't he? Yeah. You're American, Brad. Yes, you went over, you played, and you yeah. coached in England, but that's not how accents work. So. Yeah, he, his his British is like my Scottish. It's not good. Yeah. <laughs> Tim Howard didn't come back with a British accent, and he was there right? plenty long. So, come on now, Brad. Um. Anyway, yeah, so Kellen Rowe scored 41st minute. Um. We're gonna we're gonna power through some of these goals here because there's a lot of them. But Daniel Shallowy made it three zero because he got on a loose ball, um, and then uh, in in the 89th minute, so we had a little bit of a, a scoring lull until 89th minute. Um, Seth Sinovic scored, and he was assisted by Gianluca Buzio. Uh, and then this is pretty cool, young Wilson Harris. He's a, an academy product and a Rangers forward. Scored twice in two minutes. The first one um, assisted from Tyler Freeman in the 91st minute, and the second one unassisted in the 92nd minute. Um, that's crazy. That's so nuts, many man. goals, man. Goals on goals on goals. Yeah. I mean, when you're seeing academy players get in there, again, granted, against USL trialists, but academy players getting in there, assisting scoring two goals in two minutes and then Tyler Freeman assisted on that first goal but in the 94th minute another he's also an academy product he scored the seventh and final goal um and 
I mean, you can't ask for a much better performance. So not at all. I uh, it gets me excited to to try to make it to some swope games this year, man. Like I think I'm all about it. I think I'm in. Um, you know, nothing to do on a Saturday. What What am I gonna do? Just put on some crappy TV as always? Nah, man, gonna go out to swope. Have a night at the soccer stadium. Yeah, it's 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 pretty cool. Um, swope. They got their preseason schedule. They just announced too. They're they're starting up on uh, right. on February second. They're playing at Barton Community College, and then they got uh, at least Ooh, one or two game. games a week. <laughs> it's a big game, um, but at least one or two games a week from then on out, all the way through uh, Saturday, March second, and then it'll be USL season. So hell, if I wasn't uh, if I wasn't probably you know stuck moving all weekend, I'd say let's head out to Swope Soccer Village March second. Man, they got an afternoon game against Texas United. It's true. That'd be cool, but yeah, I mean, you you you'd probably be busy moving stuff to your uh, your house, so um, probably could be a nice break in the in the system, though. You know, sometimes you just got to get out. Sorry, Marissa, I just got to go watch soccer. Can't help. I it. gotta go. <laughs> um, so yeah, pretty pretty cool. Um, of course, the main question on everyone's mind is, okay, this is great. You know, we got another. Uh, game on Wednesday against the FC Tucson trialist, but how does this prepare the team for Toluca CONCACAF Champions League? That's, I mean, we've talked about it over and over, but um, this it's, it's the thing on everyone's mind. And I don't know, did you get a chance to see Sporting KC kind of put up a bunch of quotes from a lot of different players on their website talking about CCL? I don't know if I sent this to you earlier or not, but after last week where they had Peter kind of like almost hedging his bets and being like, yeah, it's going to be tough. They have Matt Beasler, Christian Namath, Eric Hurtado, Johnny Russell, all talking about how, man, CCL is our focus right now. And, uh, and we want to win it. And yeah, we got to take it one home and home at a time. But um, yeah, I mean, Christian Namath talks about, you know, we want to make it a successful champions league run. Uh, Right, Eric. Like they, they're not in it for no reason. No, Eric Hurtado specifically says, you know, it's it's our goal to win championships, and we want to be the first MLS team to win Champions League. We want to make history. So, well, yeah, they're not writing this off. I mean, this is it's still a competition. They're going to treat it as such. Yeah. So yes, it's it's gonna be it's gonna be tough. Um, no one's no one's talking about this game thinking it's going to be a cakewalk to Luca's very good team. Any Liga MX yeah, keep, team is going to be good. So, yeah, we keep getting weekly updates on Toluca as well. They kind of got this little series talking about how they, uh, you know, they won a couple games. They've lost a couple games. They, they were at like top of Liga MX and now they're like eighth place right now. So I don't know, man, they're, it's, they're right. They're in the middle of the road of that, of that league. So I don't think it's out of the realm of possibility that we can, you know, give them a challenge. No, not at all. Uh, yeah, if you guys haven't seen this, this is a really cool thing that that Sporting KC is doing. They call it tracking Toluca, and they'll put up even little highlights of of the game. Um, it's like finding Forrester. <laughs> uh, but yeah, they're they're basically just tracking Toluca, just like the name says, um, through this this first CCL series. And, and like Dan said, yeah, they're trying um, to make they're trying to make it a thing like 
you know, for you to understand some, for you to know some of these bigger names on their teams. And really it's just me trying to pronounce some of the names and it's not, it's not great. Jimmy, I do my best. <laughs> yeah. Some of some of these are going to be a little bit tough in the name category stuff. And, uh, you and I are not known for being able to pronounce names of, uh, foreign right. players very well. Can so. I get a Martinez, please? Can I buy a Martinez? Like that's all I, that's all I'm asking. That's a good one. I can one. do Martinez. I can do <laughs> Gonzalez. You know, some of these other ones are going to be a little bit more tough. But um, yeah, yeah. Toluca lost in their most recent game, one zero against Tigres. And yes, we all know. Even if you're just a like a cursory MLS fan who's who's heard just a little bit about CCL, you probably know Tigres is a very good Liga MX team. Um, but. Toluca lost 1-0 to Tigres at home. It's the, it was their first game in uh, this part of the league MX season against another CCL opponent. So, um, yeah, it's uh, like Dan said, they're in eighth place right now in Liga MX. Uh, they're going to be tough, but they're beatable. So, fun, fun. Another week closer. It's oh man, it's getting crazy, dude. We next time you and I talk, we will be in February. It's, it's insane. It's absolutely insane. And, and we're recording on a Monday right now. I will not make you record on a Monday, uh, next week, by the way, we can, uh, <laughs> we can go back to our Tuesdays. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Well, Hey, when KU basketball's on, you know, we got to, uh, we yeah, got to make those adjustments. I try to pull out the stops. <laughs> yeah. Yes. Yeah, they do of- play. They do play next Tuesday, but not till eight. So, so I'm good to go. Yeah. So, um, we do have some uh, some other listener questions I do want yeah. to get to here. Um, Eric Martinez, he's uh, one of our faithful listeners, always sending us great questions. Uh, he asks on Twitter, with Gerso as the only backup winger, who else can play depth in that spot? Um, I think we got some depth there. I mean, I mean if you... I mean, correct me if I'm wrong, but so we got we got Gerso and Shallowy on the left. Johan can play on the left. Rodney Wallace can go up there and play on the left if need be. Kellen Rowe can get in there and play on the left. Um, and I'm sure there's some academy guys or, or SPR guys who, if we needed them to, could could come up and, and play with the first team, right? So I, I don't know that winger depth is, is something I'm concerned about. What about you? No, I think you said it all. I don't think there is any concerns there. Um you know, you mentioned Johan playing on the left. Hell, Johan, Johan will play wherever you play him. Okay, <laughs> he'll do whatever he can to get on the field. You know, yeah. Johan will play in goal if he needs to, and he'll probably. Oh be yeah, fine dude, at he's it. our. He's kind of our new Jacob Peterson. I mean, you could pop him back there at left back. You put him up on the wing. Put him in the middle of the field, and he's going to give you everything. I love the kid. Not yeah. kid, but I love him. And I mean, hey, there's been some times where Johnny's cut over and played. I mean, his. They like to play Johnny on the right and Daniel on the left, but there's sometimes where they've switched. Um, Johnny's a left-footed player, and and Daniel um, has a pretty good right foot, so that's why they like kind of playing him on the inverted side so they can cut in. But I think there's a lot of options here. I'm I'm not worried about any of our attacking positions having any lack of depth, save maybe striker. That's the one where if we got one more person, I wouldn't oh, I wouldn't boy. hate it. <laughs> Yeah, uh, do you want some breaking news right now? So, uh, you want to hear something? Give it to me. We're trading Ico Par to Minnesota. No, wait, hold on. Are you are you being for real right now? I'm being for real right now. 
hold. So this has never happened. Um, oh my God. You know, we, Hey, this would have happened, dude. If we like, if this would have happened later tonight, we would have been pissed that we re- we recorded tonight and here we go. Here we are. Okay. So guys, this is lit- legit breaking right now. Um, Sam McDowell has, uh, has tweeted out that Ikapara is going to, it's going to Minnesota United. Um, how do we feel about this? This is so, so sad. I, uh, for allocation money. Is that what it is? Okay. So we forgive us. Cause we are literally reading this, um, right now. Sporting KC agrees to trade Ico par to Minnesota United for allocation money per sources. Um, yo for $900,000 and it can go up to a million for uh that's a pretty good haul for uh for Icapara. So are we about to sign someone this year? I mean we're done right now, aren't we? Uh well, so this is interesting now. This brings uh this brings in the question so Andrew Fontes is going to be the starter alongside Beesler. Um that makes sense or Boca Raton. And then uh, or Boca Raton and Baraka. Um so I guess they must really like what they see in Graham Smith because he was the rookie that they, they had play and start a couple games last year over Amr Didich. Um Man, this is this is shocking. I'm sad to see I go. He was one of my favorite personalities on the team. Um, yeah, um, I think Minnesota people think they, they've won something here, but I think from a sporting perspective – I think we'll be okay. Like, I don't know. He hasn't, he didn't add many goals or anything last year. He didn't do a whole lot on that front, but the dude was a beast back in the back. Yeah. I mean, he's a, he's a, I don't year, know, man, a I year feel removed, sad, but like also. Yeah. Okay. I mean, well, that's the thing. It's like, it's, it's kind of like when Benny got, did Benny get traded? Did we trade Benny? I don't even remember if we traded Benny or if he left or whatever happened. We did. Um, we traded. It's one of those things where it's like emotionally you're really sad because like you really like them as a person and they fit well in our system and we're and we're so good for a while. Um It's a business. Business wise I mean Business is business. Look, Andrew Fontes was making a million dollars a year. He's not making a million dollars a year to sit on the bench. Um we knew that at some point he was gonna step into the starting lineup. I think a lot of people just thought he might be the replacement for Beasler. But then Beasler balled out last year, and and he shows no sign of slowing He's down. He's bald, baller so, bees. I don't know, man. This is a tough one, man. Oh man, I'm glad you were checking Twitter. I can't really digest that right now. Yeah, I just you know I, I Sam McDowell just tweeted out, man. Sam McDowell's the dude to follow. I tell you that he knows his stuff. Um, but it's it's God, I don't even have time to digest it or anything like that. I'm just sit, I'm literally sitting here staring at Ico Parra's bobblehead. Just, just thinking like I will remember you. <laughs> yeah, this, this man. Oh, so <laughs> this is what we call uh, karaoke with the coos. Um, thank you, coos, coos or karaoke. That's, That's gonna double be K. our new, uh, our new segment. I'm gonna put on my like late night DJ voice. Thank you guys for joining us. This is uh, oh yeah, dude, this is karaoke with the coos. Uh, we're here and uh, shout out to. 
all of our great listeners. No, I don't know what's going on right now. Um, nah, it can't be karaoke because karaoke is supposed to be bad. Like, and and you're, but this is really good. So it's like a whole little thing. I don't know. It's just, man. I, so this is the first time this has happened during a podcast where literally news has broken while we've been on it. So you'll have to forgive us for uh, yeah. not being the most prepared kind of for this board. segment. But man, yeah, okay. Well, hey, look, I have a soft spot in my heart for the loons. You all know this. I'm a big fan of of Christian Ramirez. I wanted to see him come to SKC. He didn't. I I don't know why Sporting KC didn't take a flyer on him. I thought he would have been good. We had somebody ask that. Um, So if if he has to go to any team, I'm glad it's a team like Minnesota because I can still like Ike. I feel bad for Ike because he's going to be in like negative 70 degree weather on Wednesday. And that's not cool. Um yeah, dude, Minnesota's having it just as bad as we are. It's crazy. I just, yeah. Man, I'm going to really miss Ike. He was one of the more fun players on the team. Was always super nice to the media. That's um, just a real bummer. So. Are we, like, eulogizing him right now? <laughs> yeah, the, he didn't die. <laughs> like, he's... <laughs> yeah, he, he was, was such a, a great guy. Like, he, he was... <laughs> he was caref- careful. He, he, he was the most caring gentleman. Great hugger. But we'll see him. We'll see him twice. I mean, we play Minnesota twice. So that's true. Man, this is gonna be this is gonna be a you know, all so all these fan favorites leaving. And I'm not counting Dom. Dom can piss off. But you know yep. Benny and Latif <laughs> and now Ike. Like th- those are sad. But hey, I trust in Peter we trust. You got to. Diego too. Diego, man. Yeah. I just I feel like you you got to trust that Peter knows what he's doing, right? Do you? I mean, no, it's true. He's proven <laughs> he's proven that he knows what he's doing. Things have turned out very well for us. So, you know, even last year, having no striker, who where, everyone's like, where are the goals going to come from? Where's Sporting going to score their goals? Kyrie Shelton can't do it. Well, Kyrie Shelton didn't need to do it, and things worked out just fine. Oh, you got rid of Latif Blessing. How are you going to score goals? Okay, calm down. But it, it always ends up working out. He's like a he's a he's a gypsy dude, and he he does gypsy things. Yeah, Hungarian gypsy. <laughs> um, I mean, look, what eight years now in a row that he's made the playoffs? That's not something that, I know we haven't won an MLS Cup save for 2013 and during that time. But that's not something to sneeze at. So, do not fear me, gypsy. <laughs> All I want are your tears. <laughs> oh, didn't think we'd be quoting Borat and talking about an Ike trade on the uh, on the pod. I'm tonight, just glad. But... I'm glad you know. I'm glad you know it's Borat. That's so funny. <laughs> um, but man, okay. Well, there you go. Ike Apar is going to Minnesota United in exchange for up to a million dollars in allocation. So, let us know what you think oh, about that. Ike, I gotta run away. For our lives to be over. Sorry, I'm just really in. I'm really in the downers now. I'm in the downers. Yeah, this is a, this is a, a rough one. But hey, Ike, best of luck in Minnesota, and uh, we'll see you a couple times this year. Makes me want to go that much more to that uh, that road game up in Minnesota. That it just sucks. Ugh, it's a midweek game. That midweek game. Yeah, dude. I know that's tough stuff. I know Joshua Zars asked if we might be able to get another pod road trip together, um, which that would be quite the ambitious. So it'd just be you, me, 
It'd be you, me, and Josh. Yeah, we'd probably pick up Bob and Weave on the way. Like, we'd just drive through Nebraska. Be like, hey, oh, get in the car. Shit. Yeah. Get in, Bobby. <laughs> we just, we'd, we'd just honk, and he'd have to, like, get in. Because we're not stopping, Bob. You better just jump. <laughs> shit, we're, we're, we're literally not stopping. It's going to be too cold. Um, <laughs> yeah. So, anyway, I don't know. Uh, I, I don't know if I'll be able to work out that midweek game or not. But I know you do. You definitely want to try, right? First game at uh at the new Allianz Field. Yeah, definitely talked about it. Uh, just have to see what happens. See where the funds are at that time, and go from there. Yeah, funds funds get a little tighter after you buy a house. So, uh, I think so. Yeah, <laughs> but it's not as crazy when like you know all those expenses are going to equal what we were paying up in Chicago. So it might not be so bad. That's true. Chicago is not a cheap city. So, um, it's not definitely not Anywho, Uh, well, well, gosh, didn't, thanks for, jo- thanks for tuning in guys. We'll <laughs> see you next week. Uh, <laughs> didn't, didn't think that was going to happen. Um, but Hey, we're doing it live. So there you go. Um, yes. Did, did, I, I lost my train of thought. It's a lot of money, dude. That's a lot of money for Ike. It is a lot of money. So, I, uh, I mean, yeah, I got to think it's, it's good business. You're not often getting a million dollars back for a defender, but Hey, if Peter must really like Fontas, otherwise he wouldn't be doing this. I guess he must so. also really like right. Borath Bartund or whatever his name is. Barton Borath. Um, Boca Raton, right. <laughs> must, uh, must like what he's seeing from him too. So, <laughs> um, well, that's all the sporting KC news we have this week. Uh, yeah, right. I guess we'll. Uh, we did get a a question from uh, Garrett Haley or Garrett Talley, excuse me. Um, he wants to know if if I've heard any inside sources change about MLS changing the DP rules to accommodate the LA Galaxy and Atlanta United, who both currently have four designated players ah. and they're only allowed to have three. Um, I have not. That is all pure speculation. And I, and I honestly, I genuinely don't think they will do that. I think it would be, MLS has done a lot of weird things changing the rules. I don't think they would change a rule that's that drastically so short ahead of, of the season where it would give such a clear competitive advantage to a team that's already the favorite to win MLS Cup. Like if they're going to, I'm not saying they won't ever change it to four DPs. They very well might. But if they do something like that, they got to do it for like the following season and give everyone the same amount of lead time because you can't just be like, Oh, you guys screwed yourselves over in the roster situation. Okay. Well let's just change the rules and give everyone else a week to figure it out. And you guys already get a head start. Like they can't do that. So I don't think they'll bail them out. Yeah. Can't do that at all. I don't think so. That's not to say that. Yeah. They won't send Barco out on loan and then MLS is like, yeah, next year you can have four DPs. And they're like, oh, great. Okay, well, Barco, come back. Um, I could see that happening. <laughs> but anyway. Um, but right. yeah, so because Atlanta did officially announce their signing of, of Pity Martinez. Um, I just did think it was funny. I don't know if you noticed this, but they did not mention the words designated player anywhere in their release except for literally the very, very last line of the player profile, which is the very, very last part of the press release because they did not want to call any more attention to the fact that they have too many designated players. So I just thought that was funny. 
<laughs> man, oh man, that is very funny. I they, they do some they do some weird things in this league, and uh, I love it and I hate it. <laughs> I do too. Um, but another team that's got a lot of roster issues right now going on is uh, is Toronto FC, and it's weird because they were so good two years ago. And have you been following along with some yeah. of this drama that's been going on with TFC over the last week or so? A little bit. Like Jovinko was like in LA or something and wasn't with the team or what was going on there? So there have been rumors about Toronto FC potentially moving on from Giovinco. Giovinco's agent was reportedly uh, in, in the Middle East um, meeting with uh, representatives um, from Al-Hilal FC of the Saudi Professional League. There were rumors of them offering a contract oh to Giovinco of $10 million per year, which is much more than he could make here in MLS. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Yeah. Do you want to play in Saudi Arabia? There Isn't the air quality, like, absolutely awful? Could be. But $10 million a year? Yeah. Carcinogens. <laughs> Carcinogens everywhere. Um, but, yeah, there were reports that Giovinco left the Toronto FC team hotel this weekend and that he was in LA and then supposedly he was in LA for a doctor's treatment and the team said he was going to come back to join the team, but then he didn't. So. Well, he's very easy to lose. He's, he's, he's a very small man. He's just, he's, he probably <laughs> fell in a crevice somewhere. He's just hiding. Um, he's in a pothole somewhere in LA. Someone go find him, help him send Latif to yeah. go search for him. They can help each other. They're both small. Um, yeah, Latif's on his level. They'll find each other. <laughs> but so I don't know. By the time this podcast comes out on Wednesday, Giovinco might be in Saudi Arabia playing for Al Hilal FC. But uh, so there's Gross. that, and then there's also Gregory Vanderveel, who was one of their bigger defensive signings last year. He apparently was removed from Toronto FC camp after an altercation with their coach. Greg Vanny for quote insubordination and will never play for the team again. That's right. So, what does that mean? Insubordination. Isn't that something you hear like yeah. in the military or like in some kind of, I don't know. I, you never hear it's that. Basically anything. like you insubordinate yeah, like refusal you. to carry out orders. So yeah, that's what that means. Insubordination. Yeah. Oh my so God. Like, I don't know. And, uh, did you just Google that? No, because that's, that's pretty just good. Off the top of my head. Um, oh, well, I did Google it. So and well uh, yeah, so a club spokesperson <laughs> said Gregory is a good player, but not the right fit. We are working with he and his agent to oh, explore Gregor's. opportunities both in and outside of MLS. So, you insubordinate. <laughs> it's kind of crazy how fast Toronto FC fell apart, though. Don't you think? Like this is a team a year removed from being bit. the best team in MLS history, and now they're in tatters oh yeah they have folded like an origami my friend they are they are not in a good way so i don't know what's going to happen with them this year will uh will they challenge for a playoff spot i don't know maybe maybe not probably not without giovinco if all they have is old michael bradley and broken josie altador because he's always hurt it's not gonna look good so um Old and broken. That's them. That's Toronto FC in a um, nutshell. I'm going to power through a couple of these last uh, couple topics because I didn't expect us to spend so long on Ike Parra being traded because yeah. we didn't know that was going to happen. But um, No, no, no. 
a couple quick MLS things are, are around the around the country here. You saw Landon Donovan has unretired again, correct? That's amazing. And I guess it's uh, with the team that he wants to invest in, like he wants to be part owner in or something. I don't know. Major Arena League Soccer, the San Diego Shockers. That's who he's playing for now. He is a part investor in, what's it, like 1904 FC or something, which is the actual like real soccer team, like outdoor soccer team that San Diego has. Oh, okay. And they were bidding for an MLS expansion San Diego or Sacramento? San Diego. They have one too. I think they were going to be in the NASL, but then the NASL wasn't a thing for a while. So I don't know if they're in the USL now or or what's going on. But he's a part of that group. And now he's going to play indoor soccer because he just can't quit it. Whether he's coming back to the galaxy, just can't quit you. Or going to Mexico and then selling his soul to get money to root for Mexico, and then now Arena League, man's pulling a Brett Favre and another Brett Favre and another Brett Favre. So, I think it's cool because he's still got skills. I mean, when he unretired to come back to the galaxy for a bit, I mean, hell, he still played well against us. And I, I remember being at that game. It's just cool to, cool to see him play. You know. Yeah, he quieted the cauldron real fast after they were calling him an old man, and then oh. he scored the go-ahead goal. Uh, yes, he did real fast. It was that was a bad time, but he's 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 a legend, man. LD, he's back, and I think it's weird. I mean, how many times can you Brett Favre yourself? But uh, man, I ask myself that every day. Whatever makes him happy. <laughs> um, <laughs> I don't ask myself that every. I don't know what that means. I probably don't want to know what that means. Um, Time to read. Yeah, it, it means take wiener pics of yourself that's, and send them yeah. to random women. That's what Brett Favre yourself means. Yeah, that's and then I do know. Lee Jeans commercials. <laughs> yeah, I, I do not. I, let me let's set the record clear. I do not do that. <laughs> uh, calm down, Salt and Pepper Beard, and take your Wranglers off. I know what you're doing. <laughs> oh boy! Moving on to the U.S. Men's National Moving Team. Um, this was the first game under Greg Berhalter. We beat Panama 3-0. I didn't get to see a ton of this game, sure but did. Uh, I know that I had it on, but I wasn't watching. Yeah, we had three goals. I, I think you pronounce this guy's name Georgie. Georgie Mihailovic. Mihal- uh, oh dear God! Yeah. What is happening I don't- with your voice? <laughs> I, I, tell me, okay, <laughs> DJO. You sound broken. <laughs> DJORDJE. How the hell do you say that? I don't know. Can we get some phonetic spelling up in here, Major League Soccer? I think it's George. Dang, I even clicked on his name. Yeah, Georgi Mihailovic. That's what I'm going with, and I'm going to stick with it. Georgi Mihailovic. I don't know. He scored. Dude's 20 years old, born in Illinois. Yeah, he scored in the- Which I'm like, uh, no, you were not born in Illinois with that name. That's a nightmare. (laughs) He scored in the 40th minute, and then Walker Zimmerman scored in the 80th minute, and his fellow LAFC teammate, Zim's. Superman Christian Ramirez, scored in the 89th minute. Oh, yeah. So, uh, I don't know. I Like I said, I didn't get to see a whole lot of this. They play again on Saturday against Costa Rica on uh, on Fox at 2.30 Central Saturday? Time. Cool. Yeah. But, look, first game on the Greg Berhalter era, you win 3-0. Yes, it's Panama. They're not the greatest, but... Um, Nick, I think you take it. Yeah. Nick Lima looked good. These other guys look good. Overseas, we had Tyler I mean, Adams. the greatest. Making his. They were in the World Cup, weren't they? Was Panama in the World Cup? Yeah, but only because we didn't beat Trinidad and Tobago. Like, so what? That means they're better than we are. 
So that's, we beat him three nil, dude. We should have been fair. in the World Cup. That's fair. <laughs> I mean, that's fair. Um, that's the transitive property. Uh, but international soccer is weird, anyways. All right, let's just—you can't even think that they're the same team because they're not really building anything. They don't play enough. They don't practice enough. International soccer is almost a joke at times, and I almost favor—I mean, I do favor sporting over USMNT all day, every day. I mean, say I'm not patriotic. Say I don't support my country. Whatever. But it's just hard to get into U.S. soccer sometimes. I just, I don't know. I don't know if anyone else feels like that. But I think club over country, in my opinion. Yeah, I, I, I think if I had to choose, I'd probably choose Sporting KC. But, I mean, good thing is they're usually not mutually exclusive. Yeah. So um, The United States of SKC, man. <laughs> there you go. Um, yeah, so I don't know. This is, Greg Berhalter was very happy with this team. He was praising the team. Um he said it's a proud moment personally. With like no emotion. Yeah. Um, the dude doesn't smile. Like is it, it, it going to hurt his face if he shows his teeth? Does he have teeth? I don't even know. <laughs> he said uh, he said he thought he saw a lot of good things from Corey Baird of RSL. Um, he also liked what like he saw him. from Jeremy Abobase from the Timbers and Jonathan Lewis of NYCFC. He said they were able to get behind the back line and thought that was good. Um he also thought Georgie Mihailovic, who apparently plays for the Chicago Fire, and uh, Christian Roldan Ugh, gross. played well in the midfield. And this is, we didn't have uh, Christian Pulisic. We didn't have Josh Sargent. We didn't have Timothy Weah. We didn't have Tyler Adams because he was busy bossing the Bundesliga over in his uh, Red Bull Leipzig debut. So That's true. I didn't see that, but I did see Alfonso Davies doing things for Bayern. That was cool. Yeah, it was a big big weekend for international soccer both for america and canada with alfonso davies but uh and old yeah old mls people that's great so yeah tyler adams had a a really strong debut he completed like 80 percent of his passes and and they said like the best thing that you could say about him is he looked like he'd already had a hundred bundesliga appearances beneath his belt and it was his first one so pretty cool maybe the future is bright for the u.s men's national team you never know it is. You got to wear shades. So, well, man, this was an adventure. We twisted and turned, but uh, we got there eventually. Oh, man, this was fun. We got there. We got to the overall goal. To recap some things, Para gone. Very sad. But we'll, we'll get through it, guys. We'll get through it. And second thing, if y'all are going out to that jersey reveal party, get it. Get that jersey. It is cool. And I don't. I'm, I'm not getting a commission off these jersey sales. I, I genuinely think this jersey is pretty sick, and everyone will enjoy it. It's pretty cool. So we'll let you know if uh, if I'm going to be able to make it out there to the uh, the kit launch party. But uh, if not, we'll for sure be back here next week. We'll probably get more information about this Ike trade. We'll probably have quotes from Peter. We'll talk all about that next week. But. Uh, until then, make sure you follow us on Twitter at NoOtherPod, at Dan Couser, at JCMac03. Like us on Facebook, facebook.com slash NoOtherPod. You can send us an email like Joshua Zars did, NoOtherPod at gmail.com. And don't forget to give us a five-star rating, review, subscribe. If you've already subscribed, maybe unsubscribe, hit subscribe again, inflate those numbers. No, don't. you don't have to do that. <laughs> Just uh, Subscribe again. <laughs> <laughs> tell, tell, tell your friends if you have a sporting kc friend who hasn't listened to us yet why not 
make sure they're listening. So yeah, man, it's been a good one. So we'll, uh, we'll decompress and we'll be back next week. But, um, yeah, until then for Dan, I'm Jimmy and we'll catch y'all later. See ya. Thank you. Whether you're a world-class athlete or a podcaster like me, we all understand the importance of mental and physical well-being and proper recovery for top-notch performance. That's why I'm excited that Unified Healing is sponsoring this podcast. Unified Healing is a new and super innovative global network of wellness centers powered by Energy Enhancement System, or EE System. If you haven't heard of the EE System, you'll want to listen up. This technology promotes wellness, deep relaxation, purification, and rejuvenation. At hundreds of locations across the globe, access to a center is easy and affordable. Interested in experiencing the EE system technology for yourself? Go to unifiedhealing.com slash bluewire to learn more and find a center near you. That's U-N-I-F-Y-D healing.com slash bluewire. No material or testimonials on the Unified Healing website are intended to be viewed as medical advice or a substitute for professional medical advice, diagnosis, or treatment. Always seek the advice of your physician or other qualified healthcare provider with any questions you may have regarding a medical condition or treatment and before undertaking a new healthcare regimen, including EE system.